0: Welcome to season two of Pivot, the podcast for women who've made intentional or unexpected changes in their life and they're still winning. I am your host, Dr. Malika Turner, and today we have Cheryl Jackson. She is the CEO of Grit and Grace the Movement. She's a global business leader, a TEDx speaker, and let me tell you something, with where we are today and the news about Kamala Harris, this is significant to me. She is a former candidate for U.S. Senate and the former CEO of the Chicago Urban League. I love it. This woman has pivoted. She knows what she's talking about. So I want you to really tune in. I came across Cheryl uh, on her Grit and Grace page on IG. And you know, I just started this whole idea of reaching out to folks that I don't know because your success is beyond your comfort zone. And so I saw that she was hosting the Grit and Grace Conference and her topic was pivoting. And I said, whoa, whoa, wait a second. I need to connect. And I am so glad that Cheryl Jackson is here with us today. And so, Cheryl, let's talk.
1: Hello, hello, Dr. Turner. Man, I just was so into that intro. (laughs) Actually, I was into your voice. Your voice sounds amazing. Oh, thank you. I used to work for NPR, National Public Radio, and you have a voice. Wow.
0: Thank you. I love radio. (laughs) This is the closest we can get with podcasting, right? Yes, yes. Listen, I am so glad that I could pull you from your busy schedule to sit and talk today and share with the Pivot family. As I said in my introduction, we like to share our pivot experiences on this podcast. And I've read so much there, just that little bit, actually. And I know that you know about pivoting but you've also, I wanna call you one of the experts in pivoting. Uh, You know what that's like, you know what it's about. So can you talk to the Pivot family and tell us a little bit of your Pivot experience and just a little bit about you?
1: Thank you, I appreciate that. Um, About Pivot, a word about Pivot. Um, You know, most people, there are three kinds of Pivot. Okay. to Say three kinds of pivots. Uh, one is a um, uh, you know a pivot that is forced and thrust upon you out of crisis.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So um, you react and you have to respond and you're scrambling. You know, kind of like what COVID nineteen did right. to all this. Um, that was it was beyond our circumstances and it's it's forced us to pivot. Right. Then there's the uh, opportunistic pivot. Mm. That's when um, an opportunity falls in your lap that's just too good to say no to. Right. So you have to really stretch or, or you know, really um, challenge yourself. It just came to you, sat in your lap, and said, "Take me home."
2: Right. Right.
1: Uh, so that's the opportunistic pivot. Uh, uh, pivot. Then there's the strategic pivot. Mm. The strategic pivot is when you decide. To pivot, when mm. you drive the pivot, um, it's good. part of a um, of a short term, mid term, long term strategy. Mm-hmm. And what this that out of the three, you might think that the crisis driven pivot is the toughest. It is not. Right. The toughest is the strategic pivot when you decide. So crisis is out of your hands. Opportunistic is out of your hands. Mm-hmm. Strategic is all in your hands. Right. Right.
0: That's good. Yeah.
1: Okay, and because there is um, you have because you have to choose, there is dissonance because you naturally the default for right. human nature is to stay right where you are,
2: mm-hmm. comfortable,
1: um, com- your comfort zone, to stay right where you are, and so um, so then you to make a decision to do something different, mm-hmm. and particularly something different that might be uncertain and, and new and different. Um, is it creates dissonance and our our psyche wants to reduce dissonance dissonance being um the uh ambiguity the the discomfort essentially uh, inside of yourself the turmoil um anxiety inside of yourself yeah and so it's the it's the most difficult of the strategic pivot but it's the most empowering pivot because you choose Oh, i love that and if you can master the strategic pivot, here's how you master the strategic pivot, and then I'll and it explains my career path. Okay, you take a series of my uh, tiny pivots all along, mm. so that you aren't just going from zero to sixty with one gigantic uh, pivot. You, you're sitting still. It's like uh, running a marathon. You do not. Uh, decide one day after being on the couch for three years that I'm gonna run 26 miles um, 26.1 or two whatever it is miles right uh, you have to work up to that
2: right
1: so uh, when you're when you're really uh, embracing uh, the kind of strategic uh, pivot and I call this this is a found, very foundational for being a career free agent. And a career free free agency is you decide, you choose. You don't wait to be chosen. Mm-hmm. You choose where you want to be, where you want to go, um, and how you want to be.
0: So the power is in your hands.
1: The power is in hand. You don't wait to be chosen. You choose. And so that is what being a career free agent mm-hmm. is. So um, you you don't wait for that. Um, uh, that recruiter or the headhunter to call you. Because if you're a woman, a person of color, they're more than likely not calling you. Right. So um, so you have to take your career, your your future in your own hands and um, and be a free agent. And the key to being a career free agent is about taking strategic pivots all along. Mm. So my career, uh, a case example, and the reason I, I, kind of how I came up with that, that that um, way of thinking, that mm-hmm. approach to pivots, is when I reverse engineered my 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 career. Okay. So I have a lot of people that took a took a look at my career. And it's like, oh gosh, Cheryl, you've done such different things. You know, um, no two things looked alike. On okay. Um, I went from started got my degree in painting and drawing. I hmm. was art director at NPR as at NPR where I went from being art director and in three and a half years I became vice president of corporate communications and marketing.
2: Wow.
1: And I went from uh, NPR and in, in the media industry um, to uh, passenger rail, uh, Amtrak and yeah. government affairs. So I became the national director of state and local government affairs. From there I went to being um, the press secretary for a former governor of Illinois. I was the first woman and the first African American. From that position, I became um, the first uh, woman CEO of the Chicago Urban League, a civil rights organization Mm -hmm. Uh, here in Chicago, and you know about it, may know about it from the National Urban League Conference, or the National Urban League. And then from civil rights, I went into aviation. I worked for a global aviation company um, for last ten years, nearly. And um, there, I came in as um, the vice president for government, uh, 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 government relations, and corporate development. But um, over time, I stepped into onto the business side and became the uh, senior vice president for business development and the president of their Africa market. So. I started out in graphic design, Mm -hmm. and I went there.
0: Right, uh, so you know about pivoting.
1: (laughs) And now I'm I'm pivoting into entrepreneurship. Okay. Um. So so yes. So I know. So people will look at my career. And say oh my god how did you do all of the?" and i ran for u.s senate by the way i ran for senator uh president barack obama's uh senate seat when he vacated that seat to become president okay um, I ran for that 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 wow. senate seat i was um shortlisted to be appointed into that seat but then the former governor my former boss had other ideas (laughs) (laughs) um so i I decided to run instead okay so i've done a lot of different things and uh, and i've been very blessed and so but it has really befuddled um Quite a few people. It's like it doesn't, it defies kind of logic, um, a linear path. Mm -hmm. Uh, They don't really understand it. They really don't get it. Um, How did you do it? And I got asked that enough times where I sat down and I reverse engineered it. And when I reverse engineered my career, how did I go from being a a graphic designer
2: Mm -hmm.
1: um, to uh, the president of the um, Africa market for global aviation? Um, uh, uh, company uh, to running for U.S. Senate, right. and Running a civil CEO of a civil rights organization. How, how did I do those things? Mm-hmm. It was a series of small pivots and big pivots, small, medium, and big size pivots.
0: Yeah, I like that.
1: Um, so here's the thing about pivoting: every millisecond of the day. We are involved in a pivot. The earth rotating around um, the moon and the sun,
2: hmm.
1: pivots, micro pivots, all throughout the course of a day. That's why you have the morning and why you have the night. Right, right. Because we're pivoting. Right. And when you think about life like that, it's wow. a series of pivots. It's all it is. Pivot is not only. A good thing. It's a natural thing. It is inevitable. It is the default. It is automatic. Um, now, whether you're consciously managing it,
2: mm-hmm. okay,
1: is is the difference between, um, you know, owning your uh, life, right, uh, versus letting your life happen to you, right, letting the pivots happen to you. So, um, so I am now. Um, uh, I, I, and the other thing about my career, I've never been recruited by anybody, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I have never, um, I, I tried getting, you know, uh, recruiting firms that right. interested in me, but um, in addition to being a woman and African-American, mm-hmm. so that's like a double outsider, uh, my career is it's not linear, so I don't fit in a box. I don't fit in, you know, uh, I'm not plug and play. And when you think about headhunters and recruiters, they are incentivized to find people based on two things. One, um, who the hiring manager wants to see. Mm -hmm. Nine times out of ten, the hiring manager is white and male. And human nature is. uh, You want to hire people who look like you. Who look like,
2: right, right, right.
1: So, okay, so I I am not that, I'm female, I'm black, and I'm 5'10". So I am definitely not looking, okay, (laughs) like hiring managers. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing that the hiring managers are doing, um, they are looking for the path of least resistance. They need to deliver a win quickly to maximize their profits. Wow. Um, So they're not looking for the out of the box solution. Right. Because out of the box solution has to be sold, you have to work it, it takes longer. You have to sell it harder. Mm-hmm. You know, it's they want that boom in and out, right? Okay, so they're they're formula driven, and um, so that's ex- another reason why I um, I've never been recruited by um, a headhunter or a recruiting firm. I've always had to go and get it.
0: I like that i I want to stop right there with that because I think I just I just want to interrupt you for a second right
2: here.
0: because I think our family, our the pivot family, I call them, I think that this is there was so much y'all, I hope you're writing, okay, I hope you're recording. I hope you get this um, because there's something about life or the world or the media maybe um providing a picture a perfect picture of our life that everything like you go to college for this and then you you graduate with this degree and then you get a job in this and then you move up in the in the ranks and i know what that's like Um, but there we have to understand especially in 2020 that that's just not the norm anymore you know, I think that opportunities are opening. Technology provides opportunities to open. Uh, working in areas that are across the seas, right, right here in our homes. And so, what I want to ask you, though, is there has to be some level of. You can't be fearful. And 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 take a path that is not necessarily linear right? You you really have to have something inside of you that says, you know what? I'm going to jump out. I'm going to step out on faith and I'm going to do this. And you know what? I have the skills to do this and I'm going to step out on faith and do that. And maybe it doesn't connect, but who cares? I'm not worried about what people say, Right. but I know what's working for me. So talk, if you could talk a little bit about that strength to be able to do that, especially for women who may be listening, who may say, yeah, but you know, I'm just trying to move up to the next level in right. this, you know, which is not a bad thing. Please don't. Right. But I'm just saying this right. is refreshing to hear.
1: Well, that's a, that's a great question. Um, you know, I, I, I have a course called career free agent mm-hmm. and I start that course. That's a, um, a cohort. And we're just now wrapping up my first cohort. Okay. That coursework starts with soul work. We don't we don't jump to the LinkedIn page and your skill sets and you know, you know, where can I my 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 group of experiences, my degrees, where can that take me? No, no, no. We don't start there.
2: Right.
1: What does your soul want? Uh, how to listen, listen, listen to your soul. Mm. The key to being um, mustering up and having the courage to move forward is when you know, you are operating from your authentic power mm. and we walk in our brilliance. We show up brilliantly Yes, when we um, know what our power is, when we are clear about our soul's desires. Our, what our soul, the work that our soul came here to do, yeah. when we are clear about our passion and our soul's desire, and we align that with our natural talents and abilities and yes, our skills,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and we choose, as that word choose again, when we and we choose a place um, in which to work or be that nurtures that growth and nurtures the growth. We can show up brilliantly. Mm-hmm. We can shine because mm-hmm. we're, we're firing on all cylinders. This is my purpose. I'm working in my uh, uh, at the seat of my soul. From the seat of my soul, from right. my, from my authentic power. I am uh, working in my natural talents, and I'm in a place where I can grow, stretch, uh, and shine. Right. And we can, and then that the whole thing about you know, shining and walking in your brilliance. It's not about just, oh, I want to look good. I want to be, I want the accolades. I want the, I want the, you know, respect. I want the profile. Here's why you want to shine and you Mm want to, why you want to walk in your brilliance. Your soul came here, here to do a specific work. Mm -hmm. And you can either play at the edges of that Purpose work
2: Mm.
1: or you can play big and have an impact.
0: Mm, Your soul mm.
1: wants to have an impact.
0: Wow. Wow. It's yearning for it.
1: Yearning for it. It It's GPSing you to it. Okay.
0: (sighs) Oh, that's good.
1: GPSing you to it. And we just fight it and we don't. And you fight it when because you aren't living fully connected to Mm yourself. And you're just wasting time. Not being fully connected to your soul, it's gonna get you there, but you're just—you could get man, there faster,
2: get, right?
1: Faster. So it wants to not only um, um, to 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 for you to work in its purpose, mm-hmm. but to have impact. And so when you are when you show up brilliantly, you're much more poised to have tremendous impact. Um, with your talents and your passion and your soul's work. It's about, life is about impact. I'm not talking about um, impact, um, you know, you have gotta be the next, I don't know, uh, Barack and Michelle Obama. Right, right. Global impact. Right. But you wanna move the needle in whatever space you are.
2: Right, that's You good. wanna
1: leave it differently. You want people to say, oh, yeah, That person, I remember what they said, or I remember what they did, or what they did helped me think differently, helped me pivot, helped me live, uh, walk in my brilliance. You want to have an impact in your world right around you, and that might ripple out to the rest of the world. God bless you if it does. But your soul wants to have impact, wants you to work in its purpose and and have impact. So that's why you want to be connected to your soul. So as when you are connected to your soul, your authentic power, um, there is strength in that. Right. There is strength in that. I remember when I um, when I became the CEO of the Chicago Urban League, and I was a um, I went in and I and I knew what I wanted to do. It, it, it was an organization at the time was focused on delivering social services mm-hmm. and I wanted to focus on economic development not because uh, social services weren't important is right. that there were other organizations doing it better and bigger than our organization mm-hmm. but there was no one in our community in the black community that was focused on economic development um, growing uh, black owned businesses scaling mm-hmm. black owned businesses creating jobs inside that there were inside the community there were just too few organizations focused on that. So I was like, I'm going to, I want to do that. And it was important for me to say what the Chicago Urban Link was going to do by saying what it was no longer going to do. Mm. I was afraid. right? I was, oh my God, I'm going to get my butt kicked. I mean, social, people need their social service. This is important. People yes. need that. Yes, And, you know, I just, you know, I, it was a, a 80 a 91 year old organization. It was a lot of history. It was a lot of heavyweights on the board, CEOs on the board. they're powerful community leaders. It was a lot, and I was afraid. I went to my my political mentor, um, and I asked him. I flew to Ohio. Uh, uh, I think it was uh, the day before Christmas Eve. Wow. To make this announcement. Uh, big 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 address keynote that I was going to make this announcement and I said am I am I going to kill my career if I say this if I say um I'm getting the Chicago Urban League out of the social service business so that we can focus exclusively on economic development I asked him am I going to am I going to get killed am I going to am I politically killing myself right he said you might he didn't sit there and try to sugarcoat this. He message. didn't. He, he
0: gave, gave it to you straight. You he might, but. No
1: chaser, okay? You might. And then he asked, do you believe it? What you're doing, do you believe it? I said, I really, I really do. And here's why I really believe it. He said, then that's all that matters. If you lose, you lose for something that you absolutely believe in. Oh,
0: that's good. That's good. <laughs>
1: Right. That's, that's good. good. That's if you small. lose, if you because
0: lose because of something you believe in, you
1: believe in, and you can live with yourself.
0: Right. You tried you
1: pivot to something else. Okay. Exactly. I mean, let me pivot to me. May, let me take what I learned in that little situation that mm-hmm. didn't turn out the way that I thought it would turn out, and let me because life, what is a series of pivots? it's a
0: series so, of pivots. Yeah. So
1: it doesn't mean that's the end. It just means I pivot into something else. Right. And so. So the key is, I have to believe in it. And his question, he didn't say it like this, but is what is your soul? Is this, is your soul saying this is the right thing to do? Is the right work, the right focus? If it is, if you're following your soul, that you're never wrong for following your soul. Mm-hmm. And so um, you won't regret it, right? At least, for following your soul. So so that is uh, my long answer to say that it's not about not being afraid mm-hmm. it's about starting with your soul and being um totally um anchored uh to the seat of your soul your power and uh that's where that confidence comes the other thing is just like going back to sports again um when you're uh, an athlete you. Mm-hmm you work out, you train, you train so that you can, uh, better respond and perform. Right. Um, having courage moving forward in the face of fear, which is courage, it's practice like anything else. Mm -hmm. Life is about a series of habits and patterns. Mm -hmm. And so the more you practice at moving forward in the face of fear, the more courage you have. It's no different from uh, athlete training. So go train to be courageous.
0: Right. I. You know what I love about that? What I love is, you know, you you don't ever fail.
1: No. You you no. just.
0: It gives you the opportunity to pivot to something else.
1: Pivot closer to your soul. Right. To your soul.
0: Because it's GPSing you. <laughs>
1: GPSing you. Yes,
0: okay. to where you should be. To where you should uh, be. I love that. I love that because so many of us, especially with as women,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, we get locked. Right. We get locked in, and we get locked into what's safe, right? right? Um, because we we've got responsibilities that require consistency. Uh, and for us to show up. But what happens is we then take a little longer to get to where it is right. our soul has been yearning to to be. That's powerful. That's
1: it powerful. is. It is. I, when I was diagnosed with cancer and the doctor told me, Said the words, "It's cancer." Mm. I had a a out of body experience. I just kind of detached myself from. I was. She was moving her mouth. I wasn't hearing a word. She was Mm. was like a movie when someone's talking and right, right. You're out of like out of body. Exactly. And the thought that I had as I was trying to wrap my head around what she just shared with me was uh, a sadness. A sadness for this. How sad. For me, if I don't get to fully realize my potential, mm-hmm. I have yet realized my full potential, and and I had done a lot of things. Right, I mean at this point, um, I had done it all. Everything that I talked about, mm-hmm. I had done. I was at AAR, uh, the Global Aviation Company. So I'd done the run for Senate. I the, the press secretary for the governor, um, the CEO, of the Chicago Urban League. I mean, I had done a lot of things. Right, right. But still, I felt I was like I hadn't reached my my full potential. Now that I think about it in hindsight, I've gotten this enlightenment about um, our, our soul's work, our soul's desire. What I was really saying is that I had not lived my life fully connected to my soul. Mm-hmm. That was sad, not to live out the work that my soul uh was sent here to do mm-hmm. and that was sad and so i just would want to encourage your your listeners i think the way that they get there you don't have an epiphany overnight like oh this is my soul's work it's about stepping out there and and letting your soul um gps you um to its purpose right. And uh, that's um so that's so I went from art director, graphic designer to I'm still pivoting. I'm still pivoting. I'm 55 and I'm still pivoting.
0: Still pivoting. Y'all can't see her, but she don't look 55. I don't know why she's saying that, but it's all right. It's all right. Five and a half. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> hey everyone, and welcome back to Pivot. I've got Cheryl Jackson on here giving us life and. I'm telling you, she is bringing us some good, good nuggets of wisdom, talking about this whole idea of, listen, it does not, there is no straight line to your purpose, right? And I hope this is stretching you, and I hope it is confirming with some of you that, you know what, even though you've gone different paths that are unrelated, it's all coming together for your good. So stay tuned for more of Cheryl Jackson. So... What advice, and you've given so much, so much good information, nuggets of wisdom. (laughs) What advice would you give? Let's start with the the woman who's out there or the the, the listener who's contemplating the pivot. Their soul is calling. They they are desiring. It's leading them, but they... And they know they have to do it, but they're a little. They're nervous, um, but they know it's there. And you know what? Doors are starting to open. It's uncomfortable, but they start. What What would you tell our listeners who are in that place in their life?
1: That's a great question, and um, you know, I, I I I get these questions. Asked of me often, which is what led to this career free agent course, kind of teaching people how to choose and and how to choose is about you know um, engineering your strategic pivots. Mm -hmm. So um, you most people think to pivot uh, strategic pivot means I must go back to school and get another degree. Um, It does not, Mm -hmm. Um, but it does mean that you have to. uh, learn how to gain new skills. Okay. Um, you have to, you know, create opportunities for yourself that will lead to new skills that to support a pivot. Okay. So after you've done your your soul work, you you really have a clear understanding of what your strengths are. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I had there's a there there are all kinds of assessment tests out there in mm-hmm. my course. I have uh, the two tests I have um kind of personality test i did the enneagram and then a strengths finder but i really want people to understand who they are um, what motivates them Um, what they're passionate about Mm -hmm. and what their strengths are and once you're clear about that then you can take what you're doing your what your achievements and your skills and your talents and learn how to value that Mm -hmm. and how to translate that value into other industries Um, but here's what I would do is um, just list three things that you'd like to do and uh, there are Many ways to sort of gain new, uh, test the waters, gain new experiences um, before you take the leap. You know, test, uh, test the concept, prove right. out the concept. And um, one way I like to do it, which is uh, different, I don't think that I've heard many people talk about it. I call it entrepreneurial volunteerism.
2: Mm.
1: Entre, you know, we know about volunteerism. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You go know, volunteer at a nonprofit and um uh, you know nonprofit that you find interesting and 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 go and offer your services but entrepreneurial volunteerism um takes it up a level and puts a lot of the onus on you you know as an entrepreneur um essentially you um you decide sort of what experience that you want and you look for an opportunity to provide, to create an experience mm-hmm. um, for another person, another company, and a, a nonprofit, an entity, and you come to them, you pitch this idea to them, mm-hmm. and you execute that. Yes. So what you get out of that is uh, the experience, um, um, the exposure, and the network. So, one specific example i was a press secretary i was a press secretary for the former governor of illinois and um the job was crazy it was really it was toxic there toward the end and um or the middle actually from the beginning
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay this is the experience
1: (laughs) experience i still got ptsd from that situation lord have mercy Um, So anyway. I, you know, decided, you know, um, I don't know how this idea came to me, but I reached out to my, uh, from. I graduated from Northwestern University, uh, to my uh, alumni network, okay. and, you know, they're always looking to, you know, re-engage uh, their um, alumni and grow the alumni base um, and, uh, you know, build support and raise money uh, from alums. And, uh, so I knew that uh, my proximity to power mm-hmm. being secretary um, was of interest and of value. Right. And so I proposed that um, I'd like to connect more uh, alum, alums, Northwestern alums that were not really involved with the university mm-hmm. to get them involved. And so I proposed an event and um, I um, I I created the event. I called it cocktails and conversation. Mm -hmm. Uh, I said, "You bring the star, I'll interview and bring my network." And so they brought uh, a Northwestern alum at the time, before he passed away, Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis uh, was the producer for big blockbuster hits like uh, Ghostbusters. Okay. So I get. Harold Ramis, and so uh, then I invited my network. They invited their network. I held it at Michael Jordan's restaurant, and it was, you know, a whole program. Wow. Where I got to interview Harold Ramis and host this event, and that the 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 joy number one. So you got to start from soul. Okay, the joy that work and that event gave me. Um, and how it 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 neutralized the toxicity of my work situation. Mm-hmm. it, fed my it uh, built expanded my network, and it gave me a platform. It boosted my the Cheryl Jackson brand. Before right. then, I was always the woman behind the man or woman. Right. I never was the uh, out front. That was probably the the pivot the um the, the tipping point okay where, uh, i came out from behind the principal to become the principal mm. and um and i think that was important that i had ideas to sh- to share um i had a voice um to to share and but i'd never experienced it or expressed it. That was the that was the pivotal moment when I stepped out from behind the principal to become the principal. And it really took me on a different path. That was a that was a minor pivot. But it the the ripple effect from that minor pivot right to this much bigger pivot. I went from there that um experience at okay. the governor's office, press secretary, to being the CEO of the Chicago Urban League, which was a huge platform, but that small little moment was so um so critical and so pivotal. So um that um yeah so that's 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 um that's what I would suggest is uh, entrepreneurial volunteerism. Of course you know you got the things about You know, uh, shadowing someone, um, you know, people that you'd like to meet and network. Uh, The other thing about networking, doing that, though, that works for young people, young people coming out of college, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: uh, early in their career. Uh, Folks who are seasoned people uh, will give their time to young people. Mm -hmm. But if you're, you know, you've been in the game for a minute and you're like, oh, can you mentor me or can I just have coffee? Uh, you're, there's there's a limited bandwidth for okay. people who are very successful. Uh, and they typically will give it to a very young person who's just starting out. Right. If you're older uh, and you've been around for a while, you really need to come offering, serving. Mm, okay. Uh, service-driven networking. That's good. Value. You think of a value. I'm taking it one step further uh, beyond value to serving. Um, You got to figure out how you can help advance that person's interest or work or mission um, to get into proximity to their networks or to their brain trust or to their knowledge or to their experience. Uh, You have to lead with serving um, when you get to a certain point. So that's another really important way to... Test the waters of something new and different, and to learn about a pivot before you uh, before you step fully into the pivot. Is entrepreneurial volunteerism, uh, service-driven uh, networking, go, lead lead with serving. How can you help someone? Um, there's a, even a now a more formalized sort of a business model uh, for. Um, uh, uh, coaches, people who pay to take a course, they're in the course to learn, but they really are in the course to learn to watch that person uh, giving the course. Right. And so it's, uh, now that's that's kind of a paid thing, but you don't have to go that route, but you can go um, offering uh, to help someone execute an event, um, to do the research or provide, you um, uh, insight or uh, counsel or coaching. There's something that you have that's a value that you can offer to someone um, that uh, you're looking to glean something from.
0: Okay, that's good. <laughs> and that's the kind of information to me that is such new and fresh information. And we, we I, I work in higher education. And we really tried to push the whole idea of service learning, giving back, um, using your talent in a way that you are um, providing that service, right, to the community and making, and and as a result of that, making connections, learning new skills, networking. I mean, there's so much packed into that. And we've gotten away from that, I think, because, you know, it's the idea of, creating money creating profit creating wealth creating generational wealth i mean prosperity right. and so we recognize that those things are important and they in in perspective right those things are important but the idea of going back to serving and right. making those connections and the power that lies within serving others which then, what we don't realize, you're serving yourself as well. Maybe exactly. it's not financially, but social <laughs> exactly capital, right? right. <laughs> That's huge.
1: Eating yourself spiritually, social capital. Exactly. Not that. As a matter of fact, I love. My mantra is: I'd rather be found doing more for someone else than someone's doing for me. I like those. The, that capital build up in my bank. I want my bank account fat. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, right. right. um I, I I like it when I am able to help someone, and and there isn't a quid pro quo. I'm right. not looking for. It's not transactional. Right. You cannot be transactional for that kind of networking to be truly powerful mm-hmm. and effective. Uh, that's the kind of networking I've done right. That will uh lead to you getting a phone call in the mm-hmm. middle of a pandemic to offer you the job a dream job. Right? Okay?
0: Exactly. That,
1: that, that's what that kind of networking does. Right. The, uh, the the service-driven networking when you go to serve.
0: Right. That's good stuff. Listen, I want to thank you. Uh you I I want to thank you so much again to the Pivot Family. Sheryl Jackson is busy, honey. She's not just sitting around waiting for folks. <laughs> She's very busy. And and what I love is that she was so willing. We were able to connect. And I know that this was worth more than I can ever put a dollar amount on. But what I'm hoping for is that our Pivot family is able to continue to learn from you. Where can they find you on social media just to make that connection? Share just some ways in which they can connect with
2: you.
1: Uh, I appreciate that. So, first, um, uh, my website where they can sign up and be in the know. Good. It's uh, CherylJackson.com. That's C H E R Y L E. That E is so important. My yes. mother put that on. Okay. <laughs> so, I, I have to follow it. Right. So, um, if you don't use the E, though, you'll never get to me. So, it's says Cheryl, C H E R Y L E. Okay. Jack- Dot com, and then my social media—it's all Cheryl Jackson at Cheryl Jackson on IG, at um, Cheryl Robinson Jackson on Facebook. Okay. On my Facebook page is the Cheryl Jackson. LinkedIn is Cheryl Robinson Jackson. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm easily findable on uh, social media.
0: Awesome! Awesome. I want to thank you again for coming and being a part of now you are a part of the pivot family. And, and and I and I appreciate you. To our pivot family family, thank you for tuning in. I know that you are going to be drawn towards Cheryl Jackson and more of what she's going to put out there in the atmosphere. So you need to connect with her now. You need to make your connection. You need to sign up. Check out what she's doing. She's doing some great work. And we, we know that there's so much more that is coming from Cheryl Jackson. So thank you so much for tuning in. I hope all of you have a wonderful, wonderful Wednesday. There's so much out there for you. And remember, no matter what kind of pivot you have had in your life, whether intentional, you know, unexpected, do know that my goal is that you still win. Thank you so much and have a fantastic day.